What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Screams and Sorrow, a special edition one, uh, because Nick Nocturnal actually released a award ceremony, which I'm not sure if he's done before. Uh, maybe I should have looked into that. But for 2023, um, right now, he says that the biggest metal music award show event this year, hosted by Nick Nocturnal, celebrating this year, this year <laughs> my lisp came out in full there, oh, in fairly. metal... <laughs> was over $8,000 in giveaways live December 15th at 5 p.m. Eastern because he is in Toronto, although Central Time is the best time. Um, yeah, it seems like that's that's happening. And I've seen a lot of bands and content creators uh, kind of, you know, promoting the voting. So I think that's really cool. And I thought, hey, why don't we get together, go through this list, argue about it, and put our official votes in. So, uh with me to do that, as always, is uh, my best bud, John Bernardo. Yo, what's up? So, so you ready for this? Yeah, sure. Let's just go ahead and get started, man. I haven't looked at this list. I don't know who's on here. 20 categories is what I think it is. So let's go ahead and get started. I feel very out of touch with metal right now, so I'm worried that I'm not <laughs> going to know a lot of these. So let's let's see how lucky I get. Yeah, man, this is all for fun. Like uh you know some of these i know uh i'll be able to kind of go through them uh a little bit but we'll, we'll pick our favorites uh we'll just do that so uh up first is breakdown of the year let's just do it this way what three on here stand out to you well for me it's hard because i know a lot of these names <laughs> i mean i've heard a lot of these names i know a lot of these songs so right off the top i can i can speak to spirit box unprocessed and alt those would be the ones that stand out to me um it's i don't know which unprocessed song that is but i i would probably think i'm, I'm gonna go with unprocessed on this one uh, as much as i love spirit box i never think of when i think of breakdowns i don't i don't think of sprayer box you know what i mean they have some great stuff that it's in there but i don't think of a breakdown when i hear those their parts you know it's to me, in a, in a way, I, I feel like they don't belong here because I feel like their breakdowns transcend breakdowns. It's it's more than that. Um, but I, I think I would go with unprocessed thrash okay. on this one. And that's pretty cool because, uh, you know, spoilers, we are going to be doing a unprocessed uh, review of their new album. It's just taking us a little bit longer because that one really needs us to, like, sit down and write shit down because, like, there is a lot happening in those songs. Yeah. Um. So I can speak my top three here. One is Jaluka Venom, which is a Japanese band. It's kind of like electro goth. And they have a breakdown on there that is just so nasty, so hype that like when I remember listening to it for the first time and it just blew my mind. Um, Knock Loose, Deep in the Willows stands out mm -hmm. just because they go knocked loose motherfuckers and bam, they come <laughs> in with that breakdown and I mean, Nagloos is just known for that, so it's just a lot of fun. Um, disembodied Tyrant, Sinestia, I don't know if that's the Poetic Ada. I had a hard, hard time when I was reacting to this video. This is like a seven-minute long deathcore epic with like orchestra and everything. If you oh, haven't yeah. heard this, John, you got to listen to it. There's like six breakdowns, though, in that song, so I don't know which, which one, one exactly. <laughs> yeah, which one is that? And uh, just a quick shout-out to the Browning Poison, which is uh, Hardcore Keem's band um and if you know him he's also another reactor and they released a, a kind of a very glitchy kind of matrix style type song um i remember uh talking about spirit box cellar door same thing i think that song is great but i don't know if it's necessarily the breakdown of the year yeah you're um, with me on that for sure brands of sacrifice obviously dope one of the best deathcore bands out there honestly in my opinion and another from toronto which is cool really and i didn't alt, know that. yeah yeah and alt from sweden the Orphan Breed, that is probably one of my favorite songs of the month. Um, and it also has a crazy breakdown. But if I had to choose one, just is. based off like what sticks out in my mind, yeah. to me it's Chaluka Venom, man. Like I know you probably Chaluka haven't heard Batman, it. All right. <laughs> but I don't know if you want to trust me on this one and and go with Jaluka. Uh Chaluka. Which one was that one again? Jaluka Venom. Wow, I'm I'm blind. I don't. See, oh, Juluka. Okay, I was thinking it was spelled differently. Yeah, to me, um, 
I just kind of like replayed it in my head and definitely I'm sticking with unprocessed on my vote. So that's where I'm going with my vote. The, like, to, to me, just to break it down even more, uh, pun intended, it's uh, th- their their whole album is is so interesting, right? Because it, it falls on this blend of like this melodic and I, I'm not gonna get too much before the actual review, but it's just, you don't see the next thing coming. And the, the breakdown, I assume it is, it's where he, he's kind of like just tremolo picking clean. And then it kind of just does this like trap beat over it while he's doing this thing. I think that's what I would consider the breakdown. And that to me, to me, what stands out for me nowadays, it's what's more unique and not just more, that's a tight chugging pattern or that's a tight riff or whatever. You know what I mean? That's why it stood up for me. So yeah, I'm going to go with the process. Yeah, and I think, you know, with the reason I'm going with you, Luca, is just because when I think of a breakdown, like I want something that, because so many bands do breakdowns. Yeah. And I want something that really like invokes kind of like that feeling in me where I just want to throw mm-hmm. it down. And that song absolutely does it. So I have a proposition for you. Obviously, listeners, yeah, you guys have heard, I'm processed on him side, Jaluka and mine. The only way to formally, I think, put in our vote is doing it the Squid Game's way. And that is <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. I thought I was just going to do two separate votes, but if we're going to do it this way, sure, all right. I'll kill you. I, I mean, mean yeah, uh, unless if we don't if we don't agree one, I mean, we got to put in our official vote, right? So, I mean, rock, paper, scissors seems the best way of doing it. All right. And we're going to go, yeah. Right in the middle. Rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors, go. So, <laughs> we both did scissors, ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, go. All right. All right. You all take right. your Jaluka. Jaluka it is. All right. Let's. Animal noise of the year. Animal noise of the year. What stands out to you, John? Well, I've only heard two songs, two bands on here. Uh, and I don't know why there's a rapper on here, so I'm confused at that. But without knowing any of the ones, I, I don't know where in the Ice Nine Kills song there is an animal noise. Uh, this not saying that to me. But I'm going at Slaughter to Prevail because that man is death the devil and everything else in between <laughs> um i'm sure one of these other people do the um lorna shore type you know grungy scream that's like another devil but i don't know which one it is so, so to me it's slaughter to prevail with the, without you know, a doubt. you know when it comes to this one like i have to go based off of the title so lil uzi vert that's cs that's mm-hmm. that chop suey that's his uh cover of chop suey oh god I don't know. I don't know what animal noise is actually on there, to be honest. Project Vengeance is obviously the uh, sync of Deathcore. So, I beg your pardon. What? Yeah. Well, it has it has Will Ramos. It has Dickie Allen. It has uh, Taylor uh, from Left to Left to Suffer. And I'm blanking on the other two that are on there. Okay. Uh, but essentially, you can't call all... it the end sync of something. It is and the end sync. No, of I was expecting like. Like like boy band metal, but like more in it line is with boy band. I know, but you're just you just listed just a bunch of top dudes in metal. That's not that's not what I was expecting. I was expecting you know, J- like JT like <laughs> shit like that. You know what I mean? Don't and don't, they're good looking. Don't no. I know. I meant I was thinking like the music was gonna sound poppy yeah. but metal because let's be honest. At the end of the day, pop music is tight. Like it's written by a gazillion people, so it's perfected to be catchy and all that stuff. You put the skill of metal behind it, like we've heard with a million covers, and it's unstoppable. Like metal covers of <laughs> pop is always unstoppable. It's always the shit. I don't care what anybody says. So that's why I was getting excited. I'm like, okay, are you telling me that they've nah. managed to capture that in a bottle? But no, you you threw me off with your comparison. That's fine. Well, I'll, I'll bring you back to earth here, okay, right? It's not it's not pop with metal. It's just it's just a boy band of good looking dudes <laughs> making animal noises. All right. Um Left to Suffer, the only thing that I mean he does the whole ooh ta ta which is like <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, breakdown. Yeah. I remember that yeah. one. Yeah. So I don't know if that's an animal noise. The meet and greet one, I think they're referring to the part where he does the fava beans part where he goes <laughs> like that, but that's not an animal and I butchered that I didn't Signs of I know the Swarm is the one that's saying. Signs of the Swarm is what stands out to me amongst the lone empty. That breakdown and the noises he makes is something else. But I have to agree with you 100%. This is Slaughter to Prevail. Yeah. When he does whatever that bear or alligator sound that people compare it to, I mean, that's an animal noise. 
right? That's it an animal so voice deep, I have like, never heard before. Yeah. So, Slaughter to Prevail, I agree with you. Viking. That's a hell of a song, too, man. All right, Guitarist of the Year. This is going to be interesting. Well, like, oh, what do you think? So there's a lot of interesting stuff here, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of chop at them as I know them. So Josh Middleton from Silosis. I've, I've listened to Silosis a lot. Not enough that I can kind of, you know, pinpoint their music or anything like that to go, oh, yeah, I, I know this song from them or I know this track from them. But I've heard enough of their music that I know that they're great. I know that he as a guitar player has some... It reminds me of just like a European trivium, right? He's got some, they got some great riffs, uh, but they're more definitely on the thrashier side. Um, I would not say, I would not put him on the guitarist in the year, but he is definitely very traditionally skilled. And um, I would call him safe, right? Like I never hear anything too out of the blue, but everything you hear is kind of perfected. Um, Chris Broderick in Flames, uh, in Flames or in Flames, I mean like, it's a it's a standard. I I never same thing. I don't hear anything extra out of them. They kind of they are what they are. Uh, manual from Unprocessed. Uh, obviously, the, the big big standout, right? Like the guitar that happens in here makes you question ever picking up six strings ever or seven. I don't know. What, I don't know what they play with. Uh, but it makes you question ever picking up a guitar when you hear this kind of stuff. Uh, Mike Stringer, uh, you know we here love mike um he's he's someone that can do so much with so little uh so much so much of the stuff he does it doesn't sound like it's complicated but you know you watch what he's doing and you realize he's he's doing some interesting things with the fingerings and he's moving all over the fretboard he's doing some interesting oh. sounds right yeah that's right baby um <laughs> uh who else we got here I, I, the rest of them i i can't give you a strong enough opinion like pale dusk invent animate I, I can't give you enough i've heard these guys but not enough to study their guitar playing um avenge sevenfold uh guys just i can't i can't with avenged anymore after this new album i love different stuff i want different but they were just lost on this album i don't know what the hell they're doing on this one um herman lee i feel like his time is gone he was he's fast not clean but he's fast and he's, he's always made some fun noises and the boys in periphery the boys in periphery I, I would put alongside mike which they do a lot um and sometimes it doesn't feel like a lot but they just everything they do is, is sort of like well thought out um so i would put my vote between on two spe separate ends of the spe spectrum i would put my vote between mike uh from spirit box and Manuel from Unprocessed. That's where I'm kind nice. of in between right now. Yeah, man. I'm not I'm not gonna go through the whole breakdown. I'm just gonna add a little bit Sorry. that guy from Pale Dusk. <laughs> I think it's just really, really cool because if you listen to Pale Dusk, they jump genres so much mm. from metalcore to almost jazz and funk and just kinda and the way they tie it all together just requires like a, a, a just a special ear, I think, because it flows, it makes sense, but you know, it's wild, it's crazy. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, Ishikanido is from um, Jaluka, and obviously they have a lot of crazy noises that kind of happen there as well. Uh, but I would have never, or or I guess prior to this week, I had never listened to On Process before, and having listened to the entire album now about three to four times, mm -hmm. my vote has to be for him because yeah. it is so good. Like Mike kind of holds my heart a little bit where like i want to vote for yeah. him because no one does what mike does i feel you know and it could be simple th the complexity he adds to simple parts and the simpleness he adds to complex parts is just so amazing um but for me it has to be manuel man because i don't know maybe it's just because it's new to me but mm -hmm. it's it's on another level to me yeah. so for me it's him Easy, easy vote. All right, let's do it. All right, moving on. <laughs> Drummer of the year. Dude, I'm not even going to, like, I just looked through this right before you said that. And I'm like, I know these bands. I know some of the, the beats. And then I saw one name that steps out here that doesn't have a band next to it. And if anybody else thinks that this is not the person who is the drummer of the year, nay, 
drummer of life. Like there's this man <laughs> is a freak. He is an alien. I don't know how he exists. He is so charming and inspiring and just awesome. I'm gonna butcher his name. Uh El Estepado Sebriano. Did I say his name right? El Estepario Siberiano, maybe? Yeah. I'm saying it like in a Spanish accent. I was open, but like for people that don't know who he is, he's the guy that does like those, he's the guy that he has that logo with a skull uh, with the beard and it's got the drumsticks behind him like X's. Mm -hmm. And he does a bunch of covers. Um, he does stuff with like the simplest setup. He'll do one hand, one hand covers of songs that you struggle to do with two hands. The hardest grooves that you can ever think of. He is beyond belief, beyond amazing. I've I just stumbled across him and I thought he was just someone that I only followed. So to see him on here and to see so many people love him, the man is a true blessing. And it's not even something that you can even go, oh man, I can't wait to hear like the band he's in. Like he transcends bands. He doesn't need a band. This man is so amazing on his own. I could listen to a full hour of just him drumming. I don't need it surrounded by music. Just his grooves. That's all I need. So he's interesting because he came uh, popularity or gained popularity through TikTok, right? Makes sense. You know, doing, yeah, doing, yeah. you know. I found him on uh, Instagram, those, so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's the, the old people's way of getting to like TikTok. I right? am an old person. <laughs> but yeah, he's insane, man. And like, there's two people on this list who are rumored, which... You know, it seems like they're not rumored anymore, but they were originally rumored to be the new Slipknot drummer. One was Elistapario Siberiano. Um, and that would have been cool and insane because obviously I think like him and Clown, like they recognize each other. They've commented on each other's, you know, things. They may have even done some work together. Mm -hmm. Some people were thinking, obviously, like the man could play all of Slipknot stuff with one arm and one leg tied behind his body. Um, but Clown's own son, Simon. Simon, who's I noticed the, uh, that name when you said clown. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I see his son's down there. Yep. Drum drummer for Vended also. Um, but look, we're not going to take any more time here. I look through it. I just want to shout out uh, Luana D'Amero from Crypta. This is a Brazilian band that does I, it's, it's more along the lines of black metal. But I just saw them live in Mexico and like, holy shit, that band is incredible. They are so cool. They are so good. Definitely check them out. But I mean, my vote is for. El Estapario. El Estapario? Is that how you say it? I don't know. We can say it like an American. El Estapario. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy's insane, man. If you haven't seen his videos, you got to check it out. Yeah, I'm voting absolutely. for him. Yeah, it's not even a question. Ooh, vocalist of the year. This is a long list. This, uh, is, uh, this is a toughie. So, you know, interesting about like vocals of the year or vocalist of the year is like mm -hmm. looking down this list, there's, there's a lot of vocalists who do different things right and they're all incredible kind of like what they do what stands out to me uh right off the bat is like vessel from mm -hmm. sleep token because he obviously does the cleans he does the sexy he does the screams he really does a lot and i think you know this year has been kind of the year of sleep token mm -hmm. um i think they've kind of fallen off of the radar a little bit but for like the first half of the year like sleep token was what anyone can talk about well it's and it's it's, it's like with everything right it's a tiktok right they they had that's the their sexy breakdown went viral and then that's that's what kind of blew them them up the most right everyone hearing that part and yeah of course it died down a bit because that's how the internet works you people get over shit really quickly but i still think that once they do finally do like their big north american cross canada tour and all in america that it's gonna it's gonna do numbers absolutely yeah, and I just want to call out, like, Ollie Sykes is on here. I don't think he's, like, the best vocalist in the world, to be honest. But he obviously does, um, you know, kind of jumps genre a lot. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Alex Terrible, obviously, when it comes to the growls, does anyone really do it better than him? Um, Taylor Barber has just been everywhere um, at this point. I think he's also been great. But, like, I got to be honest. Mm -hmm. Courtney LaPlante from Spirit Box is probably my pick. Because I don't think anyone else on this list evokes the same amount of emotion, yeah. the same amount of uniqueness, but can do the cleans, can do the harsh. And I think one of the few vocalists on this list where no matter what the song was, 
I could pinpoint her voice. Um, and for me, um, that would probably be my pick. Very close second would be Vessel, mm-hmm. but I think what kind of wins it out is I'm not the biggest Spirit Fox fan. You mean the Sleep Token? My bad. You Sleep are the Token biggest fan. Spirit Fox fan. I am the biggest Just Spirit like Fox fan. I am not the biggest Sleep Token fan, to be honest. I appreciate, but, yeah, I, mean, I appreciate Sleep Token, and I would definitely put them right there as the people I would think the you know the guy that I would think would take the spot. But yeah, Courtney, Courtney makes you feel something when she sings. You you feel that every time her vo- her voice hits, and you, you know what I mean. Like we and we talked about the um, uh, I don't remember that Megan Megan Stallion uh, co- mm-hmm. remixing, and like even then, like she shows you she can go anywhere and she can dominate that. Yeah, yeah, and I think Cobra, the one with with Megan, is is probably the one that just kind of puts it over the edge for me. And I, I want to give a special shout out also to Kyle Anderson from Brand of Sacrifice because they released an EP this year between between oh my god, what's the name between Buried and Sleep? I think mm, between yeah. the Sleep and Buried. Okay, is that right. Anyway, they released a, a four song EP, and they have a and they are a deathcore band, but they do have a song on there where the choruses are actually sang. And he was singing, and he has a great voice. So I thought that was really cool because you don't really hear deathcore with singing in it. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, let's jump into ba- uh, bassist of the year. Does anyone stand out to you? <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. You know how it is with bass, man. It's like it's hidden all the time. <laughs> I didn't know Dragon Force had a female bassist. Um, I'm gonna go with just because they're the I. This is the song that I've heard most recently, and it's a band that I never listened to growing up, and now I feel ashamed because I thought the newest song was awesome, and the bass was very prominent and very well known and did a lot of cool stuff. And it's Nick Shins from Job from a Cowboy, for a Cowboy. All right. So I only recently just started listening to them. Like I've heard of them growing up playing shows, all that stuff coming to our town. I just, I was never into that as much as I am now. Uh, but yeah, that new song of theirs, like even uh, their old stuff, the bass is really, uh, really right there. Um, so that's only because I, I, the other ones don't really do much for me. So I'm, I'm going to go with him. Yeah. It's interesting to see how much shorter this list is compared to the uh, guitarists of the year, but also a lot of bands, especially in metal, no basses, um, which is really <laughs> interesting. Uh, I think, uh i don't really know <laughs> too much uh amos williams from tesseract stands out to me yeah i listened to the new song yeah and and that one was definitely one that focused and you know prog metal does do that mm-hmm. where the where the bass is a little bit more prominent mm-hmm. uh than than other metal which i think is great i'm surprised that process isn't here because that album has some insane bass lines um so i'm a little surprised that they're not on here but Nick Shins, hey man, I'll 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 let you take it because I don't have a <laughs> I don't really have a horse in this race. Yeah. That's fair. All right, angriest song of the year. So, just for the listeners, there's uh these are the bands Forgotten, Chin Check, Thank You Again. I'm uh, sorry, no, my bad. The Plot in You, Filth, Spite, Knock Loose, To the Grave, Body Snatcher, Kublai Khan, uh, TX, and Harm's Way and Throne. The only song that I've listened from this list is Knock Loose, Deep in the Willow. And it has an angry breakdown, but I don't know if it's like an angry song. Mm -hmm. I know that Body Snatcher is supposed to be like insane. Uh, But outside of that, I I don't know. Do you you know any of these songs? No, um, I know that I would say it's between, like quickly hearing them in the background, I would say it's between Spite and Throne. Um, both songs are just like unrelentlessly aggressive. The the uh the only other song I would have like quickly jumped to would have been "End Gaping Wounds of Earth," but that song doesn't come to me as angry. It's just it's just heavy as fuck. You know what I mean? So, uh, so for me, it's between Throne and Spite. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm gonna go with Spite because it has Phil Bozeman from Whitechapel and. Anytime I hear that man's voice, I want to destroy a room. <laughs> All right. And spite. That sounds like a very 
I mean, it's pretty hate that it's, know, it's, it's a definition like, of yeah. hate, right? I'm spiteful, right? So. All right, sweet. Uh, so let's move on to Batty Core Song of the Year, which I have no idea what Batty Core is supposed to mean. Looking so at I, this, I feel like Batty Core is like out of the norm, um, funky, little like hip hoppy. Like Atelia is up there and they've kind of changed their sound. Poppy is like this, like this goody two shoes girl that sings and then screams. Crosses is from Deftones and that's like sexy music. Right. Cobra, we've talked about that a million times. Like that song is, it's kind of sexy metal, but it's, it's also talking about like when you, like you watch the video, like this is hot. And then you listen to words, you're like, oh shit, she's got some mental issues. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. So like, uh, I mean, I don't really know what the true definition of is of it, but I, I, I see where he's going with these nominations. So the only ones that I've listened to are Sleep Token Rain, mm-hmm. uh, Spare Box, and Megan Lee Stallion with Cobra. Mm-hmm. I think I've listened to the Hollywood Undead song Evil. And then Crosses, I listened to that entire ad- album. I can't tell you which one Invisible Hand is. I know you told me like one day, hey, listen to this, and I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was very Deftony, very, you know, kind of uh, moody, vibey. Depeche mode. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like again, I just have to go spare box with Cobra because one of my favorite songs of the year, and I don't really know what this category is. But <laughs> if they're on here, I think I need to vote for them. So. I'm looking up what Batty Core is so we can fur- further understand what this is and it might help us. Batty Core, a new music genre. Well, someone on Reddit's talking about it, and um, a lot of people are saying no, no, no uh sleep token definitely bad omens not so much because the songs aren't really so it's about a horny music it sounds like that's what some people are talking about um okay yeah i don't know if that's true i mean crosses was definitely like maybe the horny. i don't know if the spirit box cobra song is all that horny it is when you watch it yeah lyrically that's what i was saying lyrically no you watch the video and you obviously she's very curving very scandalously uh showing off the all of her yeah different parts um but the video by itself but when you when i hear the lyrics i'm like no this woman's got anxiety and a, a whole list of you know mental health that she's dealing with and this is how she's getting it out which i said i said when we talked about that song i'm like i thought it was great to hear rap that's just not about making money or fucking bitches or in this case some dick or maybe both i don't know and uh yeah it's just nice to hear about that uh but if my definition of batty core is what i think it is and just because i'm really feeling crosses right now i'm gonna go with crosses all right crosses it is man i'm not gonna fight you on that one because <laughs> you know if it's if it's definitely along those lines i, I would agree with you yeah sure. yeah all right catchiest chorus of the year and i have a clear horse in this race so I'm going to be curious to see what you think. But I'm just going to go through them real quick because yeah. I think the listeners would be interested. The Devil Wears Prada, Reaching, Bring Me the Horizon with Dark Side. I am shocked that Dark Side is on here versus Lost. Mm-hmm. From Ashes to New, Nightmare, Nothing, Nowhere, Venom, The Word Alive, One of Us. Uh, the next song is Lo- uh, Silent Planet with Collider. Boy What, Neon Tide, Make Them Suffer. Boy What. Song, Ghost of Me. Imminence desolation and this and the amity affliction with it's held down here now i kind of mentioned how bring me the horizon i'm surprised that dark side i did not enjoy that song i think it's the weakest of the ones that they've released so far uh with lost being the clear favorite and one of the catchiest i mean it, it literally rips off my chemical romance it is how could that yeah. not be catchy as hell right yeah um so just for that i'm not voting for them uh silent planet collider interesting song the course is definitely catchy and imminence is a band that i've fallen in love with this year which is a swedish metalcore band but they have violin in it the lead singer does the violin that's the thing too right like that's what they're kind of on to yeah so i mean and desolation doesn't stand out to me as kind of like the catchiest chorus out of out of the songs that they've released i see where Um, you're going i see where you're going so so look I, I'm putting it out there. Make them suffer. Yep. With Ghost of Me. Yep. Is 
in my top five songs of the entire year. That song that is chorus. so hype. That chorus, it's not just the chorus too. Like, unfortunately, it has a little bit of an advantage because the whole song is just tight as hell. Um, because it, it goes into it goes into the moral combat. Do 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 do. Right, <laughs> it does all that stuff. Um, and yeah, the chorus is great, but it it all works together. Yeah, but it's it's this song without a doubt. Like, I'm upset that they do not have a full album yet. Like, let's go, <sighs> yeah, guys. I- Let's and go, I do man. think it's I, I do think they have something planned for like early next year. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but um I know that they just changed uh recently, um I, whether this year or the, or the previous year, the kind of the female vocalist slash you know guitar piano player, which I don't know what that instrument is called. Um and the guitar? uh yeah, is it is it guitar? Is guitar, that yeah. That's funny. Uh, that song, man, I can't like to this day when I put it in, I get chills. And when it has that slowdown where it's just her singing with no oh, yeah. instruments, with the slow buildup, and they come in with the screams, like and the way it ends, like that, to like in my head, out of everything here, I'm hearing that chorus, and I'm like my, my I'm already getting chills, <laughs> literally just thinking about it. So for me, it's that song. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome. Feels are reels. I'm assuming these are songs that make you feel, feel something. Yeah. I also have a very clear one here, but I've been talking a lot. So what do you think, John? I actually, I might have to give this to you because I, I don't have a clear one here. Um, Like Beartooth has definitely done a great job on this new album, making you feel something. Uh, It's so positive um, and, but so dark at the same time like you can hear him kind of coming out of a light um imminence uh i'd have to double check which song that is but also it makes you feel a lot holding absence has made me feel some stuff as well um and then and then sleep sleep token is more just like a vibe i don't know if i i don't know if it's like that something i feel but it's just something i kind of just settle into so i i'm i'm stuck on this one like what were you kind of leaning to on here so I know that Sleep Token taking back to Eden is going to be the clear winner of this category because from what I saw from every reactor out there, and I didn't react to it to myself just because like, you know, it, I'm not the biggest fan, so I didn't want to put something out there that, that didn't necessarily kind of vibe with people. Um, I know that everyone was crying to that song. And I remember listening to it and being like, okay, I get it. Like, this is full of emotion. It makes sense. Um, Come Hell or High Water from Imminence. Interesting I think pick again for imminence here because this is one of their hardest songs in my opinion with like like some of the craziest kind of screams from him mm-hmm. um i didn't get the emotional piece out of it myself but i can see it and especially with how like the violin violins <laughs> violins the violins and the chorus kind of play into it it you know that is definitely meant to kind of pull some emotion out of all of these though the one that made me feel the most was honestly Beartooth with i was alive and and that song specifically, you know, it's it's kind of poppy. It it's positive, but it is, you know, essentially his funeral and him talking like, "Well, I was alive. I had no regrets." And when you listen to it in the context of the album, um, you know, the the album is all about acceptance and accepting himself. And the story that you go through to the album, on, on, uh, as you get to "I Was Alive," you know, before that you have like you know never doubt me you have um uh i can't remember the other songs right now off the top of my head but anyway it kind of goes along the line and i was alive just kind of really stands out to me and has a very catchy chorus sleep token i think is the obvious winner here and probably what most people are voting for so we could be boring like that and go for that uh because it is an emotional journey that song it's a long one too but bear tooth is the one that stands out to me all right let's go with bear tooth boom all right listeners don't hate us all right best metalhead to follow this one's interesting when i saw the elder emo i got excited for a second because so did i as, i was like oh who's the, that <laughs> the uh elder e monk um, i was just kind of like for a second like is that me oh no that's not me um the ones that stand out to me uh the red herring uh, you should definitely follow him on uh, this is Twitter. all you dude yeah he um he's the one who posts all the new releases for metal that are happening um he he does so much information about what's being released what new things are happening all that kind of stuff definitely big shout out to him uh the elder emo more of a uh uh kind of funny account 
if you will, just about emo shit, which obviously I vibe with. Um, and I don't see, aside from Anthony Fantano, who is, um, you know, he does reviews and stuff like that, but I don't really vibe with his feedback. So for me, I just have to get a shout out, shout out to the red herring, because honestly, you know, when I, he's, if you guys follow like video game stuff, there's a dude called Wario64 that you follow to get all the deals, all the inside information, all the trailers as they come. And he's like, he's literally posting things five seconds, like before they go live. It's insane. Um, to me, the red herring is becoming that the person that I go to, to know what's being released, what should I check out, what new bands are out there, everything. So, uh, I got to go with the red herring. Mm -hmm. Ah, do it. Let's go with them. Like I said, I don't, um, I don't, I, I'm not in that scene. I don't follow a lot of that stuff. So yeah, go for it. All right. Best metal content creator. You, you in this at all? You want me to give you a bit of a breakdown? I can uh, I can speak to the two, only two names I know, which are the top two, Jared Dines and Tank to Tech. Uh, Jared Dines, you know, long time, follow, not follower, but like here and there. And I think what he's done with that musician's mansion, that that's pretty cool. Like no one's ever done anything like that. I, I feel like he's the biggest metal content creator. Like he is, I don't know, insert name of youtuber here and that's what he is for metal um but i would say uh you introduced me to this this fella uh tank the tech um since we saw him at the um electric callboy show ever since I, I have been following him and i do really appreciate his like just i've always appreciated transparency in everything and i feel like metal is one of the places where you don't get it at all at all um so he does not hold back he tells you everything you need to know about everything he has his own opinions he's not secured down by anything um and i like that so just just because of how much i appreciate that i'm gonna say i'm gonna say tank the tech cool yeah sunfire's on here she's a lot of fun because she does like uh drum covers and stuff like that but she's she's also just kind of very goofy and likes to have a good time but an awesome drummer I think her her content is very creative, very funny. Um, Hardcore Keem, I want to give a shout out to him, another reactor out there. He um he stands out because, you know, I put myself in this camp um along with, with many hours, but we, we tend to kind of react to like the bigger stuff, you know, the stuff that people know because that's that's typically what audience kind of want to check out. You know, not a lot of people look at reactors for new music they look at us to kind of be like oh i really like this band i want to see you know what this person thought about a song that i really liked or really hated right uh hardcore keem does so many like smaller or bands that we haven't heard about you know where i may post you know eight known bands and two non-known bands he's like the complete opposite of that so he definitely deserves a shout out for that place he's, he's just funny as hell like just you know the way he beats up shit in the background and the way he moves and talks, it's just, it's entertaining, but he's, he's obviously very knowledgeable, very great. And Finn McKenty, someone else that I follow who really people love to hate him. Uh, and that's because he's, he's, you know, a little older. He comes across as uh, a jerk sometimes, if you will, but he kind of feeds into that shtick. But when you look at his proper content where he's breaking down the fall and the rise of certain bands or talking about like what happened to new metal or giving his opinions on, on newer bands or bands that people love to hate, he always gives an honest, unbiased opinion and he never takes side. And even if he doesn't like something or he makes fun of something in his videos, he's very objective, very informative, and I respect him a lot for that. I think he's great, uh, but Tank the Tech is my boy. Tank the Tech yeah. is my win just because, and if you don't follow him, I recommend everyone to follow this guy. He has been a roadie uh, for the most, uh, for most of his career. Now he's doing tour management. He did the tour managing for Electric Callboy. Uh, he was like guitar tech for Power Wolf and he's worked with a lot of big bands. And like you said, the best thing about him is in his videos, he gives you the non-nonsense take, right? He will get permission to name names. He will do his homework he will give his opinions but he will tell you what's happening on in the background what things cost what they don't cost what's happening to bands what's really happening behind the scenes 
Um, and he's just a fantastic guy to follow. And getting to meet him was definitely a highlight of the year for me. So Tank the Tech is definitely my pick. Mm. All right, uh, let's go through these, I guess, a little quicker now. Uh, metal, best metal news, news source. We got Loudwire, Metal Injection, Lamgo, with Alternative Press, uh, R slash Metalcore, Metal Sucks, We Are the Pit, Rockfeed, State of the Scene, and Revolver. I don't know who the best metal <laughs> news source is. I think I get most of my stuff from Metal Injection, although I hear that they are very kind of clickbaity and don't really give you the whole story, but that's honestly what I get the most of my news from. We are the pit does a lot of fun um like TikToks and stuff like that as a state of the scene. But uh yeah, I I don't know. Uh metal injection probably be my pick. Uh for me, like I used to I used to go through all of these sites in my younger days, um constantly, right? Like looking for the news because like again, it was never transparent and you know, hard to get a lot of information. But um I spend most of my time on Reddit. That's where I get a lot of my stuff from. Uh and that's where I'm gonna go with R slash metalcore um it's it's a great community from everything i've communed with uh, interacted with um they bring up albums people come on there uh do amas um i don't know if i don't know how often they break news is the only thing because it is community driven but i i find it better than the other sites because you can actually have a conversation whereas the other comment sections of these other sites you can't really have that and i don't know if if that's on the news source themselves or the communities but um yeah, I I don't I don't frequent these sites anymore. To me, it's I, I stick with the the subreddits and the fact that a subreddit is on a best news source. Uh, I feel like deserves a shout out right there. Whether you want to go with Mel Injection or, or whoever, I I feel like there's special note in having a a subreddit on a news source nomination. Honestly, you won me over with community. Yeah. So, metalcore it is. All right, music video of the year. This one for me is hard. Um, so Electric Cowboy. Every time we touch, is just a song that I love, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Kevin is what I assume was the woman sleeping in the bed, and the way their bromance is on full force, and just how much fun they're having, uh, stands out to me. Pale Dusk Rumble is another one that's just an insane video with like it has literally like, anime breakdowns. It has uh just random changes like it is a crazy video tesseract war of being is very cinematic with like the samurais fighting the world's like destroying everything ice nine kills meet and greet is essentially silence of the lambs and ice nine kills does extremely well done cinematic um you know representation of these movies in their in their music uh but falling in reverse with watch the world burn is something on another level and i know i know love people love to hate on falling in reverse but the way this song ties together the lyrics and everything that's happening the production value you know from the laptops falling on sebastian Bach's head from the star wars inspired you know uh um you know scenes uh to the ending where he goes full bright burn and just burns people to shit as the world is being destroyed like to me, that is the music video that I watched this year where I was like, holy shit, every 20 seconds. And for me, that would be the winner. But what do you think, John? I'll let, I'll let you have that one only because I don't watch a lot of music videos. Um, my, my vote would have just been Fry Sound Kills because everything is an, a tribute to the horror movie that it's about. This one being Silence of the Lambs. Um, and they've done an amazing job at... If what feels like to be, I know they have a bigger team behind them than what it seems, but if it feels like they have a really small team and they're kind of like making these little indie horror flicks, um, so to me, it's it's always Ice Nine Kills. But not you, you make a great point about falling in reverse. I haven't seen it. I, it sounds like there's a lot behind it. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll let I'll let you go with that one. But I, I definitely think honorable mention to Ice Nine Kills. Absolutely, I think those two bands provided the most cinematic. I think, uh, you know, versions of music videos out there. Um, but yeah, for me, Falling in Reverse is probably the one. Like, uh, Ice Nine Kills watching it, like, I thought it was cool and everything, but the Falling in Reverse one, it's just like, mm-hmm. every time you watch it, you're just like, holy shit, what am I watching right now? This is insane. <laughs> uh, the best... Blah! 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 Um, so we got Jaluka with Venom, which 
That is one hell of a bluff. I know you haven't listened to it. Let me Dead just Lamp's stop you House right there. Cards. Let me just stop it right there. Because this what is a happened? recent what song. Happened? This is just a recent song that came out. And okay. it's broke the this internet. Broke. It's broken the internet with like best breakdown of the year. And actually it wasn't up there on the breakdowns, which is crazy. It's going to go with Architect seeing red. All right. I'm not even going to fight you on it. I was kind of making my way. I was warming you up <laughs> to get to get to that part. Brand of Sacrifice, I want to give a, a special shout out because their song Blinded is also like insane. It has a great black. Jaluka and Deadlands House of Cards, also great black. Jaluka would probably be my second pick. and But Architects, yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. All right. Uh, breakthrough Band of the Year. This one's a fun one because I am... I am torn between two, specifically. Two loves in my life. Uh, I already know what yours are. are. Vexed, <laughs> Vexed, Better's Lovers, Face Yourself, Vended, Love is Noise, From Joy, Deadlands, Jaluka, Alt, and Unity Texts. Deadlands is great. Jaluka, I've already talked about a lot about how much I love them. Alt, amazing song that they released. But the two that I am stuck between, and I'm going to need some help with, but I think it's not the help that I want, <laughs> is Face Yourself, which these guys are probably one of the hardest working new bands that are out there right now. They have released three EPs this year. Um, they have been consistently keeping themselves, you know, in the limelight. They have been growing and growing and growing. They have their first live show. I know that they're going to play in New Jersey in January. And they're just taking, you know, Deathcore and really refining it, making it cool, making it fresh and putting in the work. Love this band. I've reacted to them a whole lot. For me, they are a breakthrough band, but Better Lovers is on here. Yeah. And Better Lovers came onto the scene and blew my fucking mind. Probably one of my favorite EPs of the year. I'm torn. I'm torn between these two. I, I know you like face yourself a lot. Um, for me, it's Better Lovers without a doubt. I will admit that the first single off their full length is fell flat for me it did feel like uh an every time i die b track but that ep is similar to the spirit box ep where it's just it is too strong it is just unfair how strong it is and uh yeah while the other bands um are it's nice to see kind of like up and coming bands and you know breaking through as as the title suggests i've seen deadlands pop out a lot and and i think they're great as well um, I've seen all, I've seen all these bands pop up and they're definitely doing good numbers, but better lovers for me, it's kind of not fair too because better lovers is a super group. Uh, but I'm sorry, but they, they, they rose from the ashes. You know what I mean? Um, they somehow married the boat, both Dillinger and the, the world of Dillinger and the world of every time I die with a little bit of Will Putney in there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it, it goes so well. And as long as they can continue that fluidity of the mixture of the two with it sounding still like them. Like I said, the, the first song off the new album, which, which I assume is a new album. Um, it fell flat for me cause it felt like, Oh, it's every time I die with the dude from Dillinger leading it. The, the, the EP didn't sound like that. So that I just hope we get more of the EP and less of every time. I, die. I love every time I die, but this is not them. So continue with the progress we've seen so far. Yeah, so you said something that's very important for me and, and exactly kind of what I was thinking about. Like, Better Lovers, essentially, is every time I die with Dillinger Escape Plan and Will from Fit for Not Autopsy, right? You called it a super group. It is a super mm -hmm. group. These are some of the best in what they do coming together and making amazing music. Even though out of the five songs that they've released, let's be honest, two of them fell flat, like you mentioned, yeah. right? Um, I'm not going to say Face Yourself has, you know, hit after hit, but at the same time, this is a band that did not exist pre-2023 that's true yeah uh, and they've been out and, a lot yeah and they've been grinding they've been working and and they have been working on material for their respective bands as well as well as this group um and for me when i think breakthrough bands that to me really kind of shows someone that went from no listeners to and and I'm going to double check right now, but they have, you know, definitely a respectable amount of people considering the amount of time that they've been out, which is less than a year at this point. They have 72, well, pretty much 73,000 listeners 
Their top songs almost five hundred. They have uh, almost five hundred thousand plays on some of their top songs. Yeah, I, I gotta find out what that trick is because you know um, my band's working on our upcoming EP, and like I, I know what how they're doing it. I gotta it's, figure it out. <laughs> it's it's the grind. It's the conversation starters. It's having a conversation starters. It's having a single that obviously you know took influences from what bands like Lorna Shoreward was doing at the time and and really kind of made a name for themselves um and yeah man it's it's insane so i have to fight for face yourself on this one just because even though better lovers in my opinion came out stronger Mm -hmm. if you will they had an advantage that that face yourself had they had that audience right there already yeah and also you know better lovers kind of has that prog kind of hardcore style which i think is more accessible that's true than just straight up deathcore mm-hmm. right so um i'm gonna put it out there i'm gonna say it i'll give it to you you make some valid points i'm just like looking at their eps and like yeah the, from the releases of these to what they have now like to have three in the same year that's insane mind all you right. like mind you I, i'm sure they were sitting on them um i'm sure they didn't plow these all out in the studio uh as they released them but you can't can't deny that each one has been doing the numbers so yeah we'll give it to them boom all right face yourself thank you i appreciate that john thank you so much uh label of the year um i mean all the labels are on here the the only one that stands out to me sharp tone records just simply because as a reactor they're they've been amazing uh, honestly um by you know just communication wise supporting and they've been signing some amazing bands they just recently signed comeback kids from canada um which is pretty cool um so sharp tone for me kind of stands out more than any of these other ones simply because like century media records for example they stand out on the opposite end because they block all my shit they block <laughs> everything so they're so, off the like list. i'm sorry i'm they're off the list i'm sorry yeah. um like and they hard block my shit too which means like no one can watch it so it makes it very difficult. Um, so sharp tone is for me just because hey, they're a great label to label to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let's go with sharp tone. Like you know, I always appreciate the smaller labels. Um, so definitely, we're gonna go with sharp tone on that one. Awesome. All right. So I think we are getting very close here to the end. Song of the year mm-hmm. is a crazy amount of songs. Should I yeah. go through all of them? No, we're gonna jump on the what like our top picks. I think. All right, so I guess name me. Take a minute to look at this list. Name me your top. Yeah, player. I, I mean, I like mine already. There's a bunch of great bands, but like as much as I love Ice Nine Kills, Meet and Greet is not a top song of the year. It's another Ice Nine Kills song, unfortunately. Um, Make them suffer. Definitely a great case to be a song of the year. Uh, I'm between Make this Make them suffer, A Ghost of Me, Spear Box, Jaded. That's that's gonna be a hard one to beat. Um, and yeah i I think like out of all these songs those are the only two songs that i can hear in my head and go like yeah those those songs i can hear constantly constantly playing over and over and i'm sure other people will have opinions about the other ones but um it's a tight tie between make them suffer and jaded and i'm leaning more towards jaded only because of how strong that ep is um what do you think maybe you can kind of help break it up yeah, absolutely. So uh, standouts for me are Blessed to Fall, Wake the Dead, which is like one of my favorite metalcore songs of the year. These guys essentially came back from the dead and released this single this year. And That's it's one of name. my most listened singles to the year. Mm-hmm. Just love it. Um, Corpse with Bring Me the Horizon, Code Mistake. Surprise collaboration that worked so good. Uh, that was really, really uh, interesting to see. But I haven't listened to it a whole lot. I just really like that first listen. Um, Slaughter to Prevail with viking is just one hell of a powerhouse of a song um bring me the horizon with mn great song i'm still shocked that lost isn't the one that's on here falling in reverse i think is probably going to be a top contender uh and make them suffer ghost of me is i've already mentioned one of my favorite songs spirit box shaded also i like it but it's not my favorite off of the album which is kind of what hurts me a little bit Mm -hmm. ultraviolet being my favorite but i understand why it's not like the top song on here Jaded is definitely a sec- a very close second. So I mentioned a bunch of them, and the only one that you and me are on the same page about is Make Them Suffer Ghost. Yeah, yeah. So for me, honestly, that is that is 
looking at this list, that is probably my song of the year. Alrighty then, we are doing it. Boom. Alright, make them suffer. Look at that. Uh, EP of the year. We have Face Yourself with Tales of Death. Again, I talked about Face Yourself. I'm not going to go through it again. Brand of Sacrifice Between Death and Dreams was earlier this year already on my list for album of the year or mm. EP of the year because it is another one of those EPs with four incredible songs that you can play on loop mm. and it's it never gets old. It's great. Uh, Better Lovers, God Made Me an Animal. Again, when I listen to that, I'm like, this is EP of the year as well. Uh, we mentioned, you know, one song didn't hit, but that's fine. It's not no, a no, no, bad no. song. No, my, no, the it's one not song a bad song. The one song that didn't hit is not on the EP. The one song that didn't hit me for me is was a single that was just released, which I think oh. is from their full length. So if there was a song that didn't hit for you, you're fucking crazy. Because all okay. the songs hit okay. for me. Okay. I was talking about a single. And we did do a review of the Fear of Fear, calling it a 10 out of 10 EP experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, again, I love Face Yourself, but I'm going to be honest between me, the top three of this, and Atreyu, I'm surprised <laughs> that people, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm surprised people still like Atreyu after uh, Alex left that band. Um, they've gone kind of into like that dad rock territory that it just doesn't vibe with me. And as a big, like early Atreyu fan, mm-hmm. it hurts, it hurts my spirit, but I understand they can't make the same kind of music that they did. But, they have uh, some catchy tunes. I'll give them that, but I I would yeah. never put them on any of the year list at all. Even to be honest, even at their strongest, I still wouldn't have considered them that. Like they were great what for what they were. I would never consider the band at all for any of that stuff. Unfortunately, yeah, I agree with you, man. So for me, between the three, there's Brand of Sacrifice, mm-hmm. Better Lovers, and Spirit Box. And here's where I definitely feel like I have to go. Better Lovers. Ah, oh, it's a tough call. Um. Better Levels and Spirit Box told me that you can have an EP, to be honest, EPs that are albums of the year for me. Like th- those, both of those EPs to me are the best albums of the year because I can't think of any album that makes me feel what those felt. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to fight on it because like they're both winners in my heart. I'll give you Better Lovers for the vote because it was the one that came out first. And it was the one that made me think, holy shit, this four song EP is better than every 10, 11, 12 song album I've heard so far this year. Um, so I'll, I'll let you have that one. But Spirit Box is also a winner. Those, the, these are the only, and I, I should give these other EPs a chance as well. But to me, those are the only other EPs that to, can combat um, albums of the year for sure. I'm with you, man. Like Spirit Box, Better Lovers, both of those. They're, they're like on the same level, but yeah, I think better lovers at the end of the day, I just have to go off of what do I have on repeat more often? And as much as I love the spirit box album, better lovers is one that to like till today, I still put on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to go with that one. Album of the year is crazy. One. Yeah. There's like this is 50 albums on here man like, i mean there's insane. a lot of strong a lot of strong stuff and i'm surprised that people uh click with avenge sevenfold's new album as much as they did again i admire what they did but i don't i don't think it worked personally um just to, just to kind of scratch out a few always loved august burns red but they are to me the definition of just like they are like your lama gods you know what i mean like you know what you're going to get every time you're gonna you're gonna get a spiced up version of what they did previously, but it it is the same. It's great. It's tight. It's awesome. They can't really move past it. They've done a little bit, but it is what it is. Um, S- Silent Planet has been raved across the world. Um, it's like that. That's definitely a notable one. Um, but I, I didn't vibe with the album too much. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying like I know a lot of people have noted it. Um, I would never put metallica anywhere like i there i have so many problems with that album and, and i like new metallica like i i love death magnetic so um yeah so well, when the first single came out from metallica i was like oh shit are we getting yeah like, i thought are we they were finally giving and then they released two more singles i'm like nope nope, nope yeah definitely not yeah uh tesseract is a strong one um but there's a lot on here i, I would definitely have to go with what i think is solid from front to back and it I, it's hard to put it under metal album of the year. Um, 
it's I, I gotta say Beartooth. Uh to because to me it is an extremely well written album. It's very tight. Production is just clean without sounding over polished. The vocals, uh, I think his name is, is the vocalist is Caleb, right? He Caleb, yeah. the, Beartooth is that fine line between pop and metal. It is a very fine line because some of the stuff he does, you would hear out of more of a pop singer. And he has a voice that when he does something, he, he does like the Christina Aguilera type thing. You know, you know what I'm talking about? The, like that guy. Kind of he does that, but he does it in such a way that it doesn't sound lame. It, it just sounds like when, um, um, it's song, song was like, I feel never felt like this before. Something like that. It's a very sexy song. Like the guitars are very sexy in it. And it's almost like, Oh no, sorry. The song's called think I might love myself. And it's got so okay. many good hooks in it. And when, when he does those kind of trail offs, it's almost just like, he's so into what he's saying that he has to do this kind of like to kind of get it all out. It's not like, it's not like in the pop singers where they're singing over their, their pre-sung chorus and just kind of over singing themselves. This is all a part of his normal vocal pattern. It's not something that's separated from it. So yeah, there, there's too much done right in this album for me to not say of the year. And I'm not saying it is my favorite album of the year. I definitely listen to it a lot. I'm just saying like out of all the options we've been given, um, I would I would definitely put them at the top because it's just front to back. It's just, it's just that's so much. And and I'm t- I'm not talking about it like it's writing, it's production, it's presentation, it's design. I'm talking about everything when I'm talking about album. And I'm not just talking about oh yeah, the songs are good. Everything about it to me stands out. Yeah. No, and and I can't I can't argue with any of that. I mean, it's interesting cuz I think more of the EPs stand out to me mm-hmm. as albums of the year. For sure, that's what we're uh, saying, right? You know, Dying Wish, I want to give a shout out to because they kind of gave us that old school metalcore mm-hmm. that I liked. Um, I, I, we talked about how, like, uh, you know, the second half of the album kind of trailed off for us, and I mm-hmm. think that kind of hurts it, but definitely one worth checking out. Um, Cattle Decapitation, which is, you know, death metal, they put out a fantastic album, and I know this album because my nine-year-old son loves death metal. So Attaboy. this is one... This is one that we listen to. Uh, Sleep Token, I think, is one that's going to be on, on, on a lot of people's lists. Again, it didn't speak to me, but I respect yeah. it. And I think it does have album of the year um, qualities to it, from yeah. the production to what they do. The songwriting is so strong in that album. Shout out to Johnny Booth uh, with Moments Elsewhere. That, band, that uh, album is just kind of like that hardcore punk rock with metal influence vibes that it's just you know punch you in the face so good um baby metal just you know, i love baby metal the but they're not album but of the year it's it's a fun album some baby of the album you know yeah. it's a fun album but yeah, it's, it's just fun that's all it is and left to suffer with feral is another one of those al- i thought it was more of an ep but i guess it's a full album i think there's only like six songs on it but at the same time that is one also that i've listened to on repeat throughout the year and i think it's really good Beartooth is one that I love the singles more than the album, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, I still tend to listen to the singles more than like the entire album, but the singles are so strong and Sunshine is still one hell of a ride with one of the catchiest choruses of the year with that hardcore breakdown, but acoustic chord. Like it's just, it has everything. And to me, I love songs that just do so many different things and make it entertaining and fun yeah they change the Um, status quo on like what you're expecting absolutely and then just another shout out to polaris uh fatalism especially them releasing this album after their guitarist ryan passed away um and you know continuing doing the tour and everything great song um and it's definitely been like heartfelt just because it's the last album that you know he released before being before passing away which is which is just insane um and the album is actually really really good if you haven't listened to check it out so going through this list i'm, I'm gonna be honest like n- none of these <laughs> yeah uh, veil of maya was mother i know everyone was talking about this being album of the year and i can see why and this may be my pick um but you know you going with bear tooth and you've given me a few already 
and this is for everything that you said about the album mm-hmm. you're absolutely right from the production value from you know the singing and, and more than anything that there was a clear message and story arc for this album and this is the first time you know a lot of metal can be depressing or it could be angry and to get something that it still hits hard but it's all about positivity core i think is something we need to kind of hear more of you know this is an album that you can put on when you're feeling down and be like you know what i'm not alone like people are going through this shit too and this is something that reminds me like hey that's okay mm-hmm. um and i think for that alone it's definitely you know worth consideration and if you feel strongly about it sir i will vote for it all right throw the votes in and that is it that is i believe all 20 categories i'm gonna go ahead and click submit now and our official uh picks for this year are down man hey that was a lot of fun yeah i had a lot of fun with that one. I, I, there's a lot of stuff i need to go back and listen to now that's for sure yeah i think more than anything this gives us a, a good kind of uh roadmap of things to catch up of during the holiday break mm-hmm. Cool, man. Well, thank you again uh, for watching. Let us know in the comments uh, what you guys thought. Uh, would you have voted for these bands? Who would you have voted for? What did we miss? Because there's a lot of bands in here that we didn't talk about just because we hadn't listened to. So we'd be very interested to hear what your picks are. And uh, yeah, we'll check out the results and, and maybe have a follow-up episode real quick just to you know, kind of go through those and see if we got any of them right. That would be a lot of fun to do. Awesome, man. Let's do it. All right. Well, thanks once again. And uh, yeah. Take care. See you next time. Rock on.